Welcome to Young and Adulting, a podcast of the Young Adults community at Christ Fellowship Church. Our hope is to create a safe place for authentic conversation around the ins and outs of life as we all try to navigate following Jesus in the world we live in today. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conversation. Welcome to the Young and Adulting Podcast. My name is Natalie, and we are coming at you live from Christ Fellowship Conference. And I'm here joined by Tim. And Tim, you actually spent some years here on staff at Christ Fellowship. I sure did. Been a pastor for over 22 years, done so much with marriage and family therapy. And you have quite the list under your belt. You know what? It's it's been a collection. I hear things like movie producer, author, social entrepreneur, and current. Currently, you're at Glue, and you're helping make a bridge between the marketplace and the church, really bridging yep. ministries together. So we're excited to spend a few minutes with you yeah, today. Yeah, I'd love to. This is exciting. So I want to know, if you could share one thing about yourself with our listeners, what would you want them to know about you? Wow. Okay. So uh, here's uh, something fun for, at least for me, I've been married now for uh, 29 years, wow. which is exciting. And we have four boys, uh, everyone from, you talked about this, the age group of this podcast. So we've got 20, soon to be 25, uh, 22, uh, 18 and uh, 15. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So we've got a little uh, tribe, if you will, of young adults. I so, love that. Yeah. So, yeah, and, you know, we've we've been on a track uh, to really do our best in bridging the gap between technology and relationship space. And so everything from uh, helping couples connect digitally, even with date nights and wow. things like that through the years. And so uh, people don't, one of the things that people don't uh, fully realize is that probably uh, the word marriage, if you go back about... Um, eight years ago, the word marriage began to get tarnished across Mm. the ecosystem. And so it was very difficult for even churches to get excited about that word. Right. And so it got to the point where it was almost one of these dirty words. You can't bring it up because you're going to offend somebody on one side or the other. So what we, what we discovered uh, in that weird um, moment was that there was something that you could talk about that wasn't so offensive. And that was this whole idea of date night. I love it. Yeah, and it became kind of a fun way to enrich relationships and to uh, really have people enter the conversation of what they want to do for marriage. And in a date night, what's beautiful about it is, you know, even if you are young and dating, um, that's something that you can relate to, or if you're young and married, you know, so... Anyway, that was kind of like where we entered the conversation, and it's been uh, kind of a fun ride to watch people engage in topics, you know, on, you know, like when you think about, um, like, what really drives relationships, it's really building into uh, communication. Like, we, used to, we would say all the time that 90, you know, 90% of all communication is nonverbal. Right. So, like... Sometimes, you know, as you're talking with young adults or even, uh, we used to lead the uh, the prep for marriage class here at Christ Fellowship. Very so cool. My husband all... and I went through that. Did you? Okay, it's great. good. And you passed, apparently. We did. We did. How many years have you been married now? We've been married, coming up on four, and have two kids. 
Uh, wow, four and two kids. That's that's amazing. It okay, is. So you guys really love each other. Okay, so we've got, um, you know, so for couples that are kind of coming through this cycle of adulting and trying, young and adulting and trying to figure out their life, you know, I, as, as the marriage pastor of Christ Fellowship back, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years ago, um, we would tell people all the time, you know, one of the greatest rules of of figuring out who it is that, you know, God has placed in your life is to spend time with them, you know, in quality time. And so folks would try to rush into uh, the relationship. And we used to say all the time, you know, um, one of the best rules is to give yourself four seasons. Yeah. You know, so they basically walk through a year with that person, uh, get to know them as best you can. Um, I think one of the greatest verses that that scripture talks about um, is is really in Ephesians, where it says, husbands love your wives as Christ loves the church. And so it's like, what does that look like? You know, for a husband to love his wife as Christ and the church will ultimately sacrifice. And how are you going to learn that? Well, you're going to learn it uh, when you're dating. You're going to learn it when you're even thinking about dating, you know? And so it's like, how do we prepare uh, young professionals, uh, folks that are thinking about this to march forward. Now I've got, you know, four boys, so they're all looking for wives. You know, they're, they're thinking about it. They're really, really excited about it. And I tell them, Hey, you got to get going. You know, you've got to really be on the pursuit of looking for, uh, who God has, you know, in store for you. So, um, Anyway, it's it's a journey for each and every one of these uh, these guys coming up. So, what are some of the challenges that you're hearing from the young adults, like on yeah. relationship? Like, what is commitment an issue? Is definitely. I think you've hit on some of it. I've just yeah. for some people, marriage is something they've always dreamed of, always wanted. When I went to school, it was ring by spring, ring by spring. I did yeah. not get a ring by spring. Okay. And I think for other people, they're coming with a, a broken view of marriage, yes. of even what they've seen in their yeah. home and culture. Should, is marriage even worth it anymore? Is it yeah. worth fighting for? Is it still the ideal? And would love just your thoughts and experience on that. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're seeing across the country that um, people are getting married later in life, but there's also a big push now for folks to find the person they're going to get married to early. So, wow. like, that's kind of the trend that's beginning to bubble up under the young adults right now. There's a lot of encouragement towards that. I used to joke, and I would tell people all the time, but it's what we saw, uh, that if, mm-hmm. if you're 34, I don't know what, what it was with that age. Yeah. So if you're 34 and you're listening to this, you're probably just falling out of the young and adulting age yeah. group. Uh, but it's also once you've established yourself in your business, your career, and all right. of a sudden your mind starts shifting. Um, you know, I hate to say it, but you actually become very, your selfishness has been, it's, you're the only one that you've thought about for 34 years. And so it's so difficult to begin a relationship at 34. Mm. And so my encouragement to young adults would be, um, don't, don't buy the lie that you need to wait until you're older. Right. Right. Because, uh, like for my wife and I, we had nothing when we began 29 years ago and, you know, we grew together and it was, you know, I had a, uh, uh, a friend in our life who I asked him for a piece of marriage advice and he, he said to me, you know, there's there's no perfect person, there's no perfect lover, there's wow. no perfect marriage on this side of marriage, uh, on this side of heaven. He said, when you tie the knot, tie it loosely to leave room for people's imperfections. 
And then he used the example of the ring, and he said, you know, the interesting thing of the ring, it goes on your finger, but if it was too tight or you couldn't get air between the ring and your finger, your finger would fall off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's not leaving uh, room to, like, mess up in your marriage, but it's right. leaving room to say, hey, these are two imperfect people coming together right. to try to reflect the very image of God. And, uh, and I, think, I think oftentimes, you know, depending on uh, your situation, you might have come out of a broken home. Like, your parents more than likely uh, either had a rough spot or, or divorced. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, we're in a community where it's like, like in this county, it's a 62.4% divorce rate. Wow. You know, that's a significant amount. And you can imagine if we're looking for that generation to model healthy marriage, um, they're going to come up short. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, pick your role models. Pick the folks that you want to, that's great advice. Uh, you know, really model marriage for you. And it might not be your parents. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, I, I actually think about that sometimes with my own kids. I'm like, look, you guys have a front row seat to some of mom and dad's fights. And, you know, we do try to resolve as much as right. we can. But, you know, they get to see a bunch of stuff and it's uh, it's real. But find a couple couples that can do life with you, walk alongside of you, um, and, you know, even allow you to ask them some really tough right. questions, you know, which is great. So, um now, what are some other things that you guys uh, frequently hear from young adults? Yeah, I, I love what you said about tying the knot loosely, but not in the sense of leaving the back door open, Correct. but of just leaving room for grace. And I yeah. think that is a real fear yeah. of, you know, forever. You know, as young adults, we haven't lived much of life yet. And the yeah. idea of this is for the rest of my life, yeah. committing to that. I'd love to know if you could give us one piece of marriage advice for those in our community who are in their first few years of marriage. What would that be? You know, I would say... Uh, go have fun. Go have fun together. So, like, if you were coming to uh, a counselor for counseling and your relationship was was at its wit's end and you were done, right? In fact, both of you were coming to counseling with divorce papers. Wow. One of the first things that the counselor, a good counselor would do, is ask you to go back to when you first fell in love. And would literally ask you to remember those things. That's amazing. And so, like, if you think about that, um, the the challenge then becomes when you're a young couple to to put as many deposits into that memory bank that you can. So, like, going and making memories, taking fun trips. Uh, When we were first getting married, one of the questions I asked my wife was, um, uh, if if you could. If I could, if we could buy a brand new couch or take an adventure somewhere, a fun trip, uh, what would you choose, right? Wow. And she said, she said to me, well, you know, we probably could buy a couch anytime. So she said, I would go for the adventure. That's awesome. You know, and so I thought, now this is, this is the one I want to marry. And, <laughs> and I think that's what you need is the ability to like go have fun, have adventures, now, you, you shared with me that you're four years married and you have two kids, so you yes. don't leave much room for uh, adventuring. Yes, Adve- so. adventuring with the kids now. <laughs> it's always an adventure. It's always an adventure. <laughs> and, you know, like for us, we, we waited about four and a half years before we had our first child, and then they just kept coming. But, um, you know, it's, it's going to be different. The time is going to be different for uh, every 
person and every couple, uh, but take that time to invest in the other person and right. really get to know them you know, at a deep level, uh, which is great. And then I would say, uh, I think every year uh, as a couple, you should be intentional in getting away. You know, and I so, love that. You know, whether that's, uh, you know, a fun trip or, and, you know, it's like, oh, well, we can get away or we could save for this house. You need to get away, you know. I, I had uh, I had a couple that came to me. They were very close friends of uh, my wife's, and they were coming to us. Uh, they said, hey, we're going to get married. We're so excited about this. And we had dinner with them. And as we were uh, having dinner, um, I said to them, well, what are you most excited about in, in getting married? And this is an actual quote. He said, he said well, uh, we want to uh, get a house and have a few good years. Mm. And I looked at him and I thought to myself, are you serious? Right? Wow. And he said, he goes, yeah, we just want to buy a house and have a few good years together. So we end up, you know, nine months later, we go to this elaborate wedding in Ireland of all places. Oh my now, goodness. The wedding was memorable. Um, they divorced nine months later. Oh my gosh. So when you set your heart out for failure, right? Right. When you put that out there and say, hey, this is the thing, you know, you've got to be committed to life. Like, so right. for, for Beth and I, um, divorce, we just removed it from uh, our vocabulary. Right. You know, and now, We've definitely had some great uh, fights and struggles and different things through sure. the years, but it's you know it's it's real. You know this couple yeah. that's walking past us, um, uh, Faye and Fred, right? Uh, a great couple. They've been married a very long time. I don't know if anybody can see them on here. <laughs> They've been part of Christ Fellowship, and you know she has uh, some form of dementia now, mm. and it's beautiful to watch Fred take care of her. Wow. And to see this is the this is what a long life of faithfulness looks like. Yeah. You know, because this is where the rest of the world would say, Hey, if it gets to this point, I'm done. Right. Right? Like I'm cashing in my chips, I'm done. And Fred's saying, No chance. You know, I'm taking care of her. And it's beautiful. It's amazing. And so here he is walking around this conference here, you know, I mean totally out of his context. Yeah. <laughs> but they're having fun. So no matter what age it is, you know, to really press in, make those memories, and then just keep it fresh, you know, just keep going. And I would say, don't be afraid to get help, to get counseling, to call a therapist. Right. Um, I strongly recommend any couple that's thinking about getting married uh, to take an online assessment. Um, it's, you know, the equivalent of about 30 bucks, you know, to mm -hmm. do it. There's all a bunch of different ones from Prepare and Rich to... Simbus to, you know, there's a whole bunch of out there, but take one because uh, it'll, it'll create objectivity in your relationship. Right. And that's something that, um, you know, when you're young and in love, uh, you, you don't want to screw things up. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, we always say that that's like uh, the rose-colored uh, glasses that are on and they sometimes don't come off until you're married and you have your first real fight. And so it's like, um, how can we help pull those glasses off? Well, objectivity helps that. Definitely. Know, in doing that. So that's another great way to, to kind of stay close to it. You know? I love that. And for our listeners who are tuning in and they're not in a relationship, maybe they're not married yet, what advice would you have for them as they're looking forward to this stage in their life? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, look for the qualities in, in, a, in a person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Don't, definitely That's don't great. settle, you know. Um, but I would also say 
uh, become very close friends uh, first with the person that mm. you're developing That's an interest great advice. in. You know, don't don't feel the pressure to like you know uh, move too fast. Just take it really really slow, build that relationship, and you'll know. You'll know. And it's and if it's not supposed to be, don't force it. You know, I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of folks that get you know anxious about things where right. they say you know oh my goodness this might be my last chance. Well, is it your last chance? You're going to go spend, you know, your parents are going to go spend $30,000 on a wedding and then you're going to spend $30,000 on a divorce. Right. <laughs> like, you know, take your time, make wise decisions. And, um, you know, I think it'll be God honoring. And, you know, I think the other, one other piece of advice, you know, so it starts with a date night, like invite that person out on a date. And then if that becomes your mate, uh, keep dating. You know, yeah. make that a regular habit, you know, where you're constantly, you know, love, going, love. going for it. Um, you know, years ago, uh, we launched a date night. Um, we did it first within the church walls, which was great. We came up with this idea, uh, well, what if we could drop date nights in local Chick-fil-A's? And so what we did was we, we took our online assessment, uh, which is something I just talked about, uh, we, we digitized it and we put it at, uh, when you go to Chick-fil-A, you got a receipt. You still do get a receipt. And at the end of the receipt, it said, hey, if you want to do something great for your marriage, take this online cool. assessment. We had thousands of couples take this assessment and it basically revolutionized. Like we would see people just for the first time being intentional in their relationships, you know, and wow. what the assessment did, even if they were married, it showed them just how disconnected they might be. Right. And it was a real great wake-up call. So, like, I think those are the, the little tips uh, that you could do. Take a date night. You could do regular assessments. Take some time uh, time away uh, with each other. Go have an adventure. Um, and then when you have kids, teach them how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, bring them on uh, other vacations. You know, show Absolutely. them mom and dad loving each other and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. That's incredible. Well, Tim, thank you for letting us grab a few of your minutes today. How can our listeners stay connected with you and what you're doing if they want to? I mean, uh, a great way, I mean, one of the great things that we're working on right now is uh, this organization called GLOO, so G-L-O-O dot U-S. And you can see how we're helping churches. We're going to be doing it in the marriage space. We're going to be doing it in the prayer space, recovery space. But So cool. You know, we're going to catch people that are out there, some of your friends, and drive them back to church. And so... um, uh, you Incredible. can follow the story at glue.us. So. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. We can't wait for you guys to be back for our next episode of Young and Adulting. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Don't forget to tune in Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. on our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at cf.youngadults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.